0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wilding the world over the platform they deserve. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan, and today we have quite the matchup for a podcast. Today we have Jane Gumball, a propping character design lead for Hello Boss, with her own incredible strips released and in the works, with mystery meets and mismatched. This was a fun little chat that I hope you all enjoy as much as I did. Go support her with all the links below. Also, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube or follow on your choice of audio streaming platform and let me know your personal favorite moments in the comments. Also, follow us on Twitter at Postmod Art Pod for future updates and guest announcements. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Is this the first time you're on a podcast or have you been on other ones and I'm just grasping for something here?
1: <laughs> um, so I have been on like I've been on like uh, god what is it like streams that have been recorded i've mm-hmm. been on like i had someone interview at me uh, interview me at one point but um that yeah no no other podcast
0: experience duly noted duly noted any tips uh <laughs> any things i should keep uh, in mind the only thing i'd say just be yourself because with this podcast i try to go with like the calm cool casual conversation more than anything else you know I mean, uh, that's good. Uh, I, I mean, I have the, I have the questions. Should I should have it closer, but I have the questions right here. So, I mean, I have like a general roadmap for the most part, but if we go off track, that's perfectly fine. I've had, Very
1: nice.
0: I've, I've had episodes where the guests literally got up in the middle of it to use the bathroom. And then I was going to be like, yeah, no, I can cut that. No, no. <laughs> Here's the funny part. I was going to be like, yeah, no, I can cut that out. Don't worry about it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Keep that in and make sure you include the part where I say, I need to piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that the um the person who did uh class of 3000
0: no that would have been interesting that was a whole nother technical issue no that was uh left at london the one i had before uh sarah several fisher so
1: <laughs> ah, gotcha yeah. i've watched a few of your episodes thank you i, I, I almost that. i was getting through the class of 3001 and i was yeah. getting the vibe that 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 he might be the kind of person who would be like i'm going to go pee in the middle of it but <laughs> i was wrong <laughs>
0: No, so with all the oddly enough, so with the classic 3000 one, it wasn't so much a bathroom break that broke that one. It was the fact that for some reason, one, the guy was doing this off his phone. Like it was at his home, but he was doing it off his phone. But then for some mm-hmm. reason, halfway through the interview, his feet just cut out, like completely cut out. And so it's like, you know, we're just waiting there, you know, trying to, because there's nothing that we can do on our end. Like I tried messaging him through Discord, I messaged him through Facebook and such, because that's how I figured out about him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, like, I'm trying as all that I can to, like, you know, just wait. And then he comes back. We're trying to get all the stuff set up. And then he just randomly asks, so what is your first concert? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: got, I got a very interesting vibe from that guy who was entertaining to listen he, to. <laughs>
0: he, like, he was – like, you think he was interesting to listen to. He was interesting for me to talk to because it's one of those, like, I didn't know what I was expecting going in because he, he – like, you know, this is an older person. You know, this is a person that's been in the business since like the 80s or something like that. So I don't know, like, what his, you know, mentality was or oh, anything like an that. Elder. But at the same time, like, it was a great experience more than anything else. And it was, like, so surreal. And I wish more people watched it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure people will come find it eventually. Eventually. I, I mean, like, I, I was talking about this. I think I was talking about this with either Silva or someone else. But, um,. I, it's one of those I've at least mentally gotten to the point to where I'm caring a lot less about how many views a, a podcast gets, and I'm just more about the experience more than anything else. Because these are people, including yourself, these are people that I like truly admire and like. I love what they're doing, and I I want to like know Aww. more about how like the process and all this kind of stuff. Like that's the reason why I I wanted to make the podcast for me more than anything else. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's very admirable. I was like, I've actually considered like, um, having people like featuring them on my socials or whatever, because sometimes mm. the social media drought <laughs> is just so rough on artists. So I was like, maybe I should feature people. But I think that what you're doing is really cool.
0: Thank you. I really do. Very appreciate pog, that. as the children would say. <laughs> very pog. I wonder what the new pog is these days, since the original guy decided to, you know, go with all the capital stuff but that's a whole different story
1: we can invert it we can make a new word it's um
0: no no uh, no the, the, no the, the pog is still the thing oh it's who's representing the pog is what's changing
1: oh okay yeah good
0: yeah good good, good. <laughs> i remember like the first like when they revealed the first one it was some like streamer called like critical bard and like they had his image and people were like already like applauding like yes this is good because apparently twitch is doing like a different one e- every day or something like that so oh
1: thank goodness
0: Which is good. Thank goodness. I was which is good (laughs) in fact, if you think of like you know certain creators and such. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to feature people. I'd say yeah,
0: more than anything else. It's a funny way to feature people. It really is. Anyways, try uh, explaining that one. I'm sorry. No, no, no problem whatsoever. All right, Jane. Before we get started, I'm going to start the icebreaker question. I start for every single podcast. What is your most unpopular art opinion?
1: Okay, so definitely my. Well, I don't know if it would be unpopular, but I think that people need to invest more time in making art ugly.
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay. Care to elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Um, so basically, I'm just tired of trying so hard I just want to just make, <laughs> make things look terrible for a little bit, you know, make it crunchy, make it textured. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that growing up, I felt a lot of pressure to be perfectionistic with my stuff um but after a while i just kind of leaned into like grungy kind of stuff if that makes sense no i totally uh, get where you're coming but yeah, from yeah i i've always kind of admired the more um gross not gross per se but like ugly bits of life um and if you can draw that then i don't know if you, if you can make that fascinating to someone then that that's the goal you know
0: I mean i I can't think of a better way to word it is that a hill you're willing to die on?
1: <laughs> I guess it's such a, i I don't know if like people would be like yeah uh this opinion is wrong but i I can't really think of a more unpopular opinion than that like I kind of enjoy stuff like 12 ounce mouse for just ah, being what go. it is um like i I think that like it's kind of like dadaism where it's just like so pointless and that's the point mm-hmm. you know um I think that's pretentious and hilarious so I like that <laughs> that's that that's my unpopular art opinion but not really because I'm certain that many people agree with that
0: <laughs> I mean I'm pretty sure at this point the only people that would probably disagree with that would be like the scholars that be like oh this kind of art form is one of the most intellectual and stuff like like no the art is should just be an expression at the end of the day and if you think that you know the more grotesque like you know uh, like sharper edge look is something that you want to go with then run with that
1: true exactly I I love exploring with that and trust me I've tried art styles where it's like smooth and cutesy and i i like that i enjoy that mm-hmm. beauty is you know it's like the sweet flavor of, of visual media right um but i would sort of describe the uh the grungy ugly stuff is like salt and vinegar chips if you're okay. more into that kind of stuff
0: I, so, I, see what, I see where the comparison comes from i get that okay
1: <laughs> yeah 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 um but i mean i guess that's as controversial as i get with our opinions beyond like I kind of hate the idea of art having rules, which I think is at the root of, um, you know, my my first statement. <laughs> there we go. there um, we go. I think there was a point in time in my life where I'd seen enough, like, takes about, oh, designs can't have this, um, designs can't have that, art shouldn't be this way or one way or the other. Um, it's too complicated. It's too simple. And at one point I was just like, I'm so tired of seeing people's opinions on what this other artist's thing should or shouldn't be, you know. So yeah, Absolutely. I it, it art is a form of expression and if you can't like if you can't do whatever you want, then what's the point?
0: There we go. I again, I cannot think of a better way to word it. So uh, once again, that is a hill you said that you're willing to die on, so why not start with the Postmodern Art Podcast? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Nathan Reiglin. Uh Feel free to subscribe on YouTube, follow on whatever streaming platform you prefer. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PostmodernArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <coughs> She is an illustrator and character designer working on projects like Hell of of a Boston Holidays. She has an ongoing webcomic in Mystery Meat*, and a special Valentine's Day Day comic in the works in Mismatch. Welcome to the podcast, aspiring unicorn, Jane Gumball. Jane, how are you doing today?
1: Yay, that's me. I'm doing (laughs) Fantastic fantastically i have my iced coffee we're all set
0: there we go i thank you i appreciate that <laughs> um <laughs> thank you so much for taking time every day to sit down and chat for a little bit i really do appreciate it um but before we of really course. before we really Thanks get going on. before we get really going into the art talk let's start about the origin stories of jane gumball what exactly got you into art and animation and such
1: okay so when i was around 15 i kind of had this realization um, and it might've been spurred by like uh, the notion that your life has to have like a quote unquote purpose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, I was like, what do, what do I want to do with my life? Cause I have the opportunity now at age 15 to start like really thinking about what direction to set myself in. Um, and so I got to thinking and I've always been someone who enjoys like, Series and visual media and, you know, uh, animation really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But the problem was uh, I have – I shouldn't (laughs) – I almost said had. They're still around and lovely. I love them so much. My grandparents uh, were quite a few years uh, when I was growing up, uh, and they – they didn't discourage me by any means. They were the people who got me my first tablet. But um, you know, I there was this pressure to like, all right, are you gonna? When are you gonna get like interest in like being a doctor or a nurse or psychiatrist or something like that? And I don't know if that's really what they were pushing for, but they they kept bringing up college, and um, I. I just really wanted to tell stories, <laughs> um, and so far things have been going in my favor.
0: Um, I mean, they seem to be if we, at least on the outside for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I you know it's it's been a long road of like learning. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: That's for certain, but it comes from like this core need to. Like, tell stories for people to enjoy, you know? Um, at one point when I was 15, and this comes like full circle, right? Okay. Um, I found this YouTube channel, right? Um, and it was full of speed paints okay. of all of these original characters. And I was like, wow, this is really, this is really neat. This is Poggers. Um, and then I found the animations on that channel, and it was Bibsy Pop. And I was uh... like, wow. I, would, I I like that stuff. That's really cool stuff. Um, you know, and after that, I started, you know, imagining my own sort of scenarios, my own stories, what purposes my stories had. Um, you know, I come from a place where I really want to um, help people, um, not, I mean, better themselves if they want to, you right. know. So... Yeah. Just sort of like from the from the same sort of mindset of <laughs> My Little Pony. Just sort of like day to day interactions with people can have different consequences. So that's always been something that I enjoy stuff like that. So you know, I started exploring that sort of thing in my in my mind. I started drawing. I started posting, and then I started getting traction. There you go. Um, there you go. People started getting interested. Um and it was a very slow build. Mm-hmm. Um not like so super slow that it was like unbearable, but it was a slow build. Um I didn't hit 10,000 on Instagram until I want to say 2017. Oh, okay. Not not too sure. Um but yeah, it's been it's been a while building a following, posting characters and now I have some muscles where I can produce my own stuff.
0: There we go. Um, there we go.
1: Even if it's not necessarily animation, <laughs> I don't feel ready to do that just yet because that takes
0: a lot. <laughs> it, it does. Um, it does.
1: Yes, um, but I I found a way to produce comics pretty quickly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and once I got the ball rolling, I was like, whoa this is a way for me to do stuff. So now I'm experimenting and that's where I'm at right now. Yay.
0: Well, there we go. There we go. I was going to say, you also answered my next question, which is basically for you. When did it go from more of just a love for the art to a career? And that was just basically when you like, you know, I'm not going to say the pressure of like what's next, but like sort of the, the, the motivation on trying to like develop your own stuff, especially with Vivzy pop. Am I correct Mm -hmm. in assuming that? Wait, well, repeat that bit. I was gonna say the my next question was when was it for you going from just a love for art in general to like actually making it a career, like something that's sustainable?
1: Okay, so I mean that in itself was a bit of a process, but I okay. do know that it started. I know that I was corrupted at the sweet age of fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um my friend and I were exploring thesis films, um and we found a bunch of stuff, um but one of them was also um good lord what what is it called that katy perry one no kesha jesus christ fake fan i I
0: know (laughs) uh die young that's what it is
1: die young there we go all right brain functioning complete (laughs) but you know i got i got corrupted after that um Mm -hmm. i uh ended up after you know all the fun part of creating where you're just like goofing around with friends and like writing stories together Um, then I was like how can I make money with this Um, (laughs) so I started taking commissions okay and to anyone who starts taking commissions I'm so sorry (laughs) um starting out doing commission work online is so tough (laughs) I remember having to deal with people who are just so super entitled
0: yeah Um, imagine
1: (laughs) yeah but I guess that was before I built any like boundary making skills Mm -hmm. so whenever people were like um you haven't finished my commission in a week i need i want a refund right now and i was like okay (laughs) um but you know it's been a process um after the commissions um you know i'm i applied for nick uh the artist program Mm -hmm. two years in a row um that's been good for my um portfolio building muscles. There we go. Um and then back in 2019, um, I applied for Hell of a Boss before it was announced. Um as a storyboard artist, actually. Okay. Um because I wanted I've i you know ever since I was corrupted, I wanted <laughs> to work with Viv. Um because, you know, I really admire what she's doing out there. Oh yeah. Um and I didn't get hired as a storyboard artist, but she did like my expressions in my test. And she asked me to make some character expression sheets for Blitz and Moxie. Mm. So I did those and I've been with Spindle Horse ever since.
0: Well, that's, that's always good. Um, I, was, I will tell you, since you've already sort of going down that path, let's explore it a little bit more. Like you said, you started with like just trying out for a hell of a boss. How has it been for you working with her to uh, sort of create this vision and help bring this vision to life?
1: Um, It has been such a privilege. I really love being able to use my creative muscles to, you know, give insight into the projects, even if, like, it's a relatively small amount of insight. It's still, like, I get to go... I think that this should look this way because I think it looks good. And then hear the feedback of, I like that too. Let's keep it, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that's been great. Um, I, uh, hit the mic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, haven't, uh, you know, there hasn't been any episodes where I've been credited for this yet, but I recently Mm -hmm. became, um, the lead for prop and char- background character design. Okay. So now it's basically my job to, um, delegate tasks and make sure that we hit deadlines and make sure that there are designs assigned for, you know, each shot. There <laughs> so go. that's been, that's been really good experience and I'm su- super grateful for it. <laughs>
0: I was, and I do want to say congratulations on getting that promotion more or less. I was actually going to ask about that as well, but you've already established that as well. I can only imagine if, I, I can only imagine with all the different characters and such. It must be quite the task for you to handle, is it?
1: Um well, yes and no. Uh since I started uh pr- fairly recently, okay. most of it has been like um well, I can say that episode 4 has a lot of um <laughs> miscellaneous items okay uh so okay. that was that was quite the uh the first task that uh i had to do um but i had a lot of help from the other designers and it was it, it went pretty well um i feel like i just strayed from the question
0: <laughs> what no, no, was no, the no. original question no i was gonna say the the question was how's the, the mentally how's the process kind of been for you like taking on this new role for you like how how has it been since you've gotten the role?
1: Oh, okay. So basically, um, yeah, you know, it's been it's been good. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm very proud of it.
0: <laughs> I mean, you it's, should be proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you got all this stuff working with Viv and, and such right now, but you also have your own stuff going on. Before I d- uh, devolve too much into that, I do want to ask. I was going to ask this before the the Vivzy Pop questions. I. My mind is scattered as well. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) uh, We'll get there. We're meandering. There you go. Meandering. I mean, any good podcast, at least in my opinion, has a good rambling section at least once or twice in there. So I think we're we're on good track. We're
1: taking a stroll. We're We're getting to know each other. It's all good.
0: And I want to know kind of the influence on your style. As people can see with your icon, I'm trying to think right there there Um, but with your icon and such um they can tell kind of your style is more that uh i'm not gonna well kind of the the style that you were talking about in the beginning what was exactly an influence on that style
1: okay so i think that it's something that has been festering for lack of a better word okay um for a while and i think that just everything in 2020 kind of pushed me to the edge in terms of like all right never mind we're gonna make things as ugly and like spindly and gross as possible um but i will say that um like influences on that in particular would definitely be like don bluth um nickelodeon stuff from like the early 2000s uh what else
0: i was gonna say i wrote that i I, I wrote down a couple guesses myself um i said mainly Uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Invader Zim, and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Were those kind of some shows that had an influence on that style?
1: Invader Zim, most definitely. I will have to confess that I have never watched the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. No shame. Or, um, well, I watched one episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, and it traumatized me, (laughs) so um, I wouldn't say, maybe it played into it. I remember the one where it was like, did he go into like this opera house and it turned into like organs? Do you remember that?
0: Was that the one with, like, the weird CG creature in that one closet or something like that? Or am I thinking of a different episode?
1: It's such an early, like, semi-repressed memory for me that I'm not (laughs) really sure. But I remember, like, there was, like, this, like, um, speakeasy lounge or something Mm -hmm. similar to that. And then, like, the floors and walls and everything turned into, like, pulsating flesh. And I was like,
0: ah!
1: Um, But yes...
0: I don't remember. Maybe I repressed that memory too. I don't remember that episode.
1: <laughs> okay, maybe I'm. Maybe I had a nightmare. Who knows? Um. But anyways, I mean, I <laughs> think it's for up, me.
0: I think it's up. I think it's up on HBO Max right now. So we can always go back and figure it. Now it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can you know comb through it. But go. yeah, um, definitely Invader Zim. because uh, that was one of the things. Um, you know, at the beginning, I was talking about um, my upbringing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was mostly sheltered. From stuff like that, and I think that's part of my draw to it.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So when I was like, you know, the 15 year old who was ready to like start discovering what she wanted to make, mm-hmm. um, you know, I found shows like um, Invader Zim. I read comics like I Hate Fairyland. I watched the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh. I um. What else? Hold on, let me look at my shelf. So I have a whole <laughs> shelf of things that I adore and are very fond to me. Nice. Um, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, um, I think that's very present in my writing style, actually. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Coraline, to a lesser extent. Definitely Henry Selick stuff.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I love James and the Giant Peach. I did grow up on that one because that was like, you know, my mom was like, this one's fine, but I guess everything else isn't. <laughs>
0: But yeah, those okay. are, those are some inspirations. Okay. Okay. So I, one out of three, I'm fine with, you know, what is that batting, you know, 330, or something like that in baseball. That's good. I think maybe um. yeah. <laughs> you got one of them. I did get one of them. So I'm proud of that. But yeah, but now that we've talked about like the influence in that style, let's talk about how you've applied that style, mainly with the one that a lot of people should know you for at this point, mystery meat. How exactly did the concept for that web co- uh, comic come to be?
1: Okay, so mystery meat. All right, first you're going to have to press the rewind button and become 16-year-old me, right? You know, she's sitting alone in her room. At that point, I was living in a guest house with my parents um, in, like, this weird closet space because there wasn't actual rooms in the guest house. And also I have five... Four siblings. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so we were all cramped in this little space. All right, That, that that's totally a tangent, but I'm getting there. Um, you know, doodling stuff, having fun in my own imagination. Um, and I kind of bet myself to make something, like, quick and easy to doodle, but also kind of, like, gross. And during that time, I had been going to um, a charter school that had this, like, just – suspicious lunch meat (laughs) um which we had you know fairly regularly um but they they doused it in a in in enough like nacho cheese sauce that i was like whatever i'm (laughs) i'm eating it i don't care uh but it was it was suspicious enough that like it got my brain going right Mm -hmm. um and i wrote a little song at that point on my ukulele and that's the um theme that you can hear in some of like the like, both the dub and some of the promotions okay. for the webcomic. Um, but, yeah, I doodled Mystery Me as a character and then dropped him entirely. He was gone. He, was, no. he vanished no. for four years. Um, when am I doing the math right? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're not going to question my math, okay?
0: I, um, hey, this is an art podcast, not a math podcast, so you're good. It's...
1: <laughs> Thank God. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd I'd be in the wrong place. So what's your opinion on pie? (laughs) Could you imagine a math podcast? Oh, nerd. (laughs) 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 So anyways, um, fast forward to earlier last year, um, 2020, January, actually. um, I was watching some, uh, what are they called, master classes, and I was really... Really into the one by Neil Gaiman. Um, That masterclass is really good. Um, They should sponsor me so that I can plug them and I can make money. That would be really nice. But um, uh, Neil Gaiman had a really good masterclass, and I enjoyed sitting through it. Um, It really kind of made some things click for me in terms of, like, the writing process. Mm -hmm. Um, But during that time, I was just challenging myself to write a short story because um, I'm sure this is something that anyone can really relate to. Is like, at some point, um, you can add too much and things become bloated. Um, so I was I was challenging myself to write it as short and concise as possible. Um, and I was like, why not bring back mystery meat? Because you know, when, <laughs> whenever you uh, make a character, they never really go away.
0: True.
1: Um, True. They're they're like tattoos in your brain. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, where was I going with this? Okay. So, um, I started coming up with a story for it. Um, cause I, I always knew with mystery meat, I wanted a story revolving around the little meat guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted him to be brought to life via a lightning bolt that hits a microwave. Cause that's just so cartoonishly stupid. Like, I love that so much. Um, And I I wanted it to be like (laughs) ham-y. It's kind of a (laughs) pun almost. I I Um, see what
0: you did there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I wanted it to be like just like over the top. So um, I was like, wait, I could probably just make this into a comic. So I planned it out. I read through a few books on uh, comic making. Like um, I can't remember the author's name, but it's something Scott. Um, and it's called Understanding Comics, and that really helped with, um, you know, um, the pieces falling into place in terms of um, how panels work and how you should set up a page. Um, But I was like, well, dang, now I'm making a comic, I guess. But there was this period of time um, before anything where I just kept quiet about it. I didn't say anything. I didn't promote any images. I didn't I kept the the meaty character secret for months because I didn't, um, you know, want to ruin it. Right. <laughs> I wanted right. to, I wanted to have it like be this fun little reveal. Um, and there are other reveals coming up, but that was just like a fun one to build up to. Um, and so yeah, uh, that was pretty much the creation
0: process for Mystery Meat, and
1: that was kind of the idea behind it. So I'm sorry if I you know, trailed on forever.
0: No, no, no. Honestly, that is perfectly fine because if nothing else, this is something that you're passionate about. And that's why I like to, you know, let people talk about their passions more than anything else. And I mean, I can tell, I can tell at least from, Uh, watching the dub and reading some of it that there's a lot of love and passion that goes into this comic um the aesthetic more than anything else like i think you nailed it kind of perfectly with this kind of like weird like you know the awkward stage of middle school but also this awkward experience that for some reason a meat is running around like Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well that thank you I was going to say, how did you come up with that uh, aesthetic or mentality? Like, was that something that you had sort of going into it? Or was that just kind of as you developed the comic is like, I need it to look a certain way.
1: It was definitely something that I wanted to highlight the story with like a different style than my regular regular stuff. Mm -hmm. Because a little bit before I started developing it, you could maybe find like one or two pieces that had that sort of grungy aesthetic. And I think that the little character in my icon is one of those pieces. So it was kind of like a proto, like sketchy, grungy, uh, whatever style. Um, But then with Mystery Me, I really leaned into it. I wanted to find a style for it that was not exactly my regular style, but has become my regular style since (laughs) because, you know, I'm so used to drawing in it. But – i well, god where was i going with this uh yeah i wanted it i wanted it to be visually distinct basically um i wanted to play with shapes i wanted to make it look just like gross <laughs> um and you know one of, one of the ways that i like to compile like visual thoughts is just to use pinterest oh,
0: and that, okay. that's a
1: free tip for anyone just go to pinterest and start compiling boards don't like copy things, mm. I guess, but, like, take inspiration most definitely because Pinterest, mwah, delicious, fantastic. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted it to be visually distinct.
0: All right, then. I mean, I, I think you've certainly nailed that kind of aesthetic and mentality because at least in, off the top of my head, I can't, like, I I listed influences of styles, but I can't really think of one that looks aesthetically like yours. Like, it, it it's really distinct, like, in my view. So good oh, job. Well, oh, thank you. That. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and it's even gotten to the point where you've already released a a dub for the first three issues, uh, which, by the mm-hmm. way, starring former friend of the show and former guest uh, Sarah Servo Fisher as the lead, Colleen. One um, like was a comic dub always something that you had in mind, or was that something that you just decided to play around with with like quarantine all this stuff?
1: Okay, so I yeah this <laughs> this is a kind of sad story. Oh, um, so just like a little heads up for people. But so last year I was well into production of mystery meat. Mm -hmm. Things were going great. I had goals set for myself. You know, I still do, but, um, I had like this timeline of things that I was going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one day in November, um, my sister and I came home from getting coffee. I think this was the same morning that, um, Biden was announced the winner but um, we were driving (laughs) we we were driving home um and we turned the corner to go uh get back to our house and there is our beloved family cat pancaked on the road um so my sweet magenta passed away um and i was kind of thrown for a loop i was useless i had to ask for like my spindle horse work to be like moved to somebody else. At that point I, I think I was doing backgrounds for Spindle Horse. Okay. Um, and the workload then I was like, I <laughs> I can't finish this. Um I am very emotionally fragile and I'm sorry. Um luckily, you know, um Sam and Viv were like super understanding, mm-hmm. thankfully. And um yeah, uh, so there was a time where I was just sort of recalibrating. Um, there was a, probably a solid week that I didn't do any artwork because um, I just didn't know how to process what happened. And it wouldn't have been as bad as it was if I hadn't seen her. Um, but I saw her, <laughs> and yeah. that's there's just no dignity yeah. in that. Um, but that that was a rough time for me um but see here's the problem with me nathan is okay. that when i feel useless i feel terrible <laughs> even worse so um i was like i have to shake this feeling i have to do something um so i was like wait why i should just throw together a dub i, okay. I should throw together a okay. dub of the comic um because i couldn't draw uh, so i was like i should do that so i started compiling things i would sit at my computer for um <laughs> hours at a time just sort of like organizing things um I cut up the comic into panels separately and loaded them all in order into iMovie and uh started sort of like um you know idea like what's the word not ideation is that a word
0: uh I'm trying to figure out what exactly what like what process are you talking about
1: okay uh, just sort of like Typing up thoughts about uh, how I wanted to execute it. So a brainstorming. Uh, brainstorming. Brainstorming, basically. Um, and I was like, okay, so I should figure out, like, who I want to cast as who. Mm-hmm. I know that I want Sarah for Colleen because um, she does funny voices. And she Sarah does. also wanted to do... Yeah, she also <laughs> wanted to do uh, Meaty's voices. And I was like, go for it. <laughs> so she did that. Um, through some, like really random string of events um Ashley Nichols art are you familiar with her of
0: course I'm familiar with her
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't know this small creator Ashley Nichols a yeah, little, little independent
0: artist I heard she, I heard she may or may not be dating this one like random voice actor that's trying to make his way into the biz but I mean that's aside from the point so <laughs>
1: <laughs> through, through this random string of events um uh, like, I asked her if she knew of anyone who might be good, like, for like a narrator voice. Mm-hmm. Cause I really wanted, like, a good narrator yeah. for yeah. the dub, right? You gotta have a good narrator. And she was like, how about this guy? So, uh, <laughs> Jason Marnoka, I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce his last name. Don't, it might be Marnocha, but I haven't <laughs> looked up yet. Don't tell sh- 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 me. Um, he's so lovely and wonderful. But she connected us. And I was kind of intimidated because he's like, you know, a voice actor, voice actor. I was I was just looking for like, I, I don't know, not like to belittle anyone here, but like I was not expecting that caliber, I guess. Fair enough. Um, and I was like, listen here, Jason, I do not have a budget for this. <laughs> I <laughs> have no money <laughs> that I can really offer you um, out of like besides out of pocket stuff. I would love to work with you and he was like so friendly he was like yeah no I'll do it uh, he liked my art style um, and he wanted a like an icon done so um, basically that was payment for the dub and I was super appreciative he was super great to work with and I'm very thankful to Ashley for you know making that happen (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so yay
0: I mean, it, it was it was definitely very well put together, and the people that you did cast for, I must say, top, grade A top voice acting choices. Obviously, like Sarah's gonna be Sarah. We knew that one was gonna be good. <laughs> again, I've had her on the podcast before. I know how good she is with the voices. So that oh, was gonna be absolutely. good.
1: She's so fun. I love Sarah.
0: Oh, absolutely. We we stand Sarah here.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Um, but I mean, like you know, even then, like you know, all the voices. I like I said, I, from my I memory, it was wonderful uh, wonderful choices on your behalf and I certainly can't wait to see more I mean there's for those that are curious there is a uh, issue four out which I did look into and I will say again very wonderful I think I know because you were talking to me about this on patreon you said there was one particular panel or like sequence that you were very uh, proud of more than anything else was that the one mm-hmm. that was like was that the one that was just basically covered in red more or less?
1: Yep, that was the 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 one at the beginning of yes. that chapter.
0: That one goodness <laughs> like I only, how long did it take you to do that? I have to ask like just that little panel alone or that little um, sequence alone. Well
1: uh so you know it doesn't take too long per se really it's more of like a how you approach the um you know the sequence of events mm-hmm. um it really yeah. was um, I was cut like strapped for time because at that point I was also working on the dub while I was doing chapter uh, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I forgot before my cat died, my iPad died and chapter four went oh. up in smoke. So I had to completely <laughs> recraft it. That's another fun little like tidbit that oh, I'm, goodness. I'm sure is fascinating. But <laughs> um, I, I had to completely redo it. Um, but luckily I had all of the thumbnails. Still, because I do those uh, traditionally, I have them in little booklets laying around my room. Nice. Um, so I have, I had those. Um, so really, with the uh, the sacrifice of a few textures, um, it, you know, I got it done, and I think it's fine because as it's like a different kind of sequence than usual. I don't, I won't spoil it. Um, I think it kind of like helps, I guess. But yeah.
0: I'm glad you liked that. I was I, proud of it. You should be proud of it. I, again, it's like very well done. You definitely see the thank time and you, effort going you. into that. So, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no problem. No problem. Um, I, I do want to ask with at least mystery meat. At this point, I don't know if it's just kind of, well, I was asked, what's more or less the end goal with that comic? Like, do you have like an end in mind or are you just kind of going with the flow at this point?
1: So, with Mystery Meat, it's actually a complete story. Okay. Um, So, at this point, we are four chapters out of nine. I have five Mm -hmm. more chapters to complete. Um, I'm planning on ramping up for that after I finish Mismatched, because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Mismatched, um, well, we'll get to that in a moment, probably. Yes, we will. will. But but I just wanted to take, like, a a little breather, I guess. Um, but yeah, five more chapters will be completed. They're all thumbnailed out. They're all written out. All it takes is my, my time and tears.
0: (laughs) There we go. Do you have any plans to, like, I know you said it's kind of, uh, you know, you're still fairly new to it or whatnot, but is there any plans of maybe like an animation far off in the future? Like maybe a year or so from now, or is that like a dream? Um,
1: Well, so I would absolutely love to do an animation for Mystery Meat. Like, I've even had, like, ideas for it. Oh, hold on. My kitten's trying to crawl in my lap. (laughs) Hey, Eddie. Hi, buddy. Come here. (laughs) Hello. Baby. Okay. So, um, yes, I'd absolutely love to do an animation. However, I don't really have a budget for that. Um, I'd need to figure out um, how I would do it and also how much it would cost, and then I'd need to find that money somewhere. However, like the uh the kickstarter with mismatched has impe- <laughs> has given me yeah. a little <laughs> bit more confidence in terms of that so yeah <laughs> we'll see maybe. i don't i don't know if it'll be next year um cuz you know i've never dabbled in that but maybe maybe i mean maybe. this is i'm choosing that this year is going to be the year that i just go for it
0: <laughs> there we go <laughs> whatever there
1: i go. whatever
0: i want i will go for it there we go. There we go. I do want to say, based on others that I've seen before, don't like take this as written in stone or whatnot. But it, for like, I think the Bearman was like a fifteen minute one. I think it's like thirty thousand dollars. I, I, again, don't like it's that in stone. That's not final. That's me looking on the outside, and I have no idea when it comes to animation as well. So we're in the same boat here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would definitely want to make it um like a. Um- I can at least describe to you what I'd probably want for okay. the Mystery meat animation. It would probably be um, like a musical segment. Oh, um, okay. That would be just like a song that I've composed that the characters sing within the storyline. But that's just something that I'm tinkering with. Okay. Because I can see it in my head very clearly. <laughs> but, you know, money yep. and time. Hideous, really. (laughs) (laughs) We are Uh, so limited.
0: Terrible. Dreadful. Horrible. Masculating. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this this is going to be an odd transition. But speaking of money, let's talk about making the big bank recently with the uh, promotion of the Kickstarter for a special Valentine's Day comics called Mismatch. How did the idea of Mismatch come to be?
1: Okay. So Mismatched is a short comic that's just like it's not necessarily a series name it's just sort of like the shorts name Mm -hmm. i suppose um but these characters i have had since i was 16 okay and um you know they're sort of connected to all not not all the characters that i've ever like put online but a vast majority of them are connected with each other Mm -hmm. um in a story kind of way But, um, these characters, Cupid at least, is part of that big old universe. And I, he's very dear to me. Um, you know, uh, 2017 was a really hard year for me. My family moved out to Oklahoma, where we now live. Um, I was dealing with, um, self-image problems, um, and through this character, I was able to sort of, like, um, you know, explore confidence, if that makes sense. So, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, um, people really responded well to him. And, there, like, there was just this sort of, like, nice time on my socials where everyone kind of knew of him and, like, would draw fan art. And I was like, "Oh, this is so sweet. So they really responded well to him. They'd draw their characters with him. They, like you know, interactions, and, like, I'd have, like, Ask Cupid, mm-hmm. um, just fun little community building, things like that. Um, and it was just sort of, like, a very nice time for me, and it helped me <laughs> during that rough transition from previously living in Oregon to Oklahoma. All right. um, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to sort of share my love of the character and the characters surrounding him. Because, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, I I'd, I'd do those events on my Instagram uh, over Valentine's Day, which, you know, I probably said before. Um, but this year I wanted to do something a little a little more, something more tangible instead of just like, this is the character that shows up once a year on my social medias, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, just wanted to make something more tangible. And I was like, okay, I know how to make a comic. I know how to make a 10-page comic
0: in
1: under a month. I can do a 20-page comic in under a month, most likely. And it's been going really well. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I have all of the pages uh, ready to be lined. So that's the progress on that. Little update for you. Yeah. Um, and you know it's just been really a great feeling to see that the Kickstarter got funded in like under six like yeah. under six hours <laughs> and I know that the goal the okay so the goal was five hundred dollars and that's not as like a huge huge Kickstarter goal or anything but All like right. I've never hit a, I've never done a Kickstarter before so it was like what? Why? How'd that happen? I, I, um, I just
0: want to ask real quickly, why did you decide to go with Kickstarter in order to, to get this thing funded?
1: Um, You know, there there were other options. I was actually looking into this earlier last year because I was thinking about doing like a holographic print and that just sort of fell through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to use Kickstarter to fund that. Um, so, I mean, I'd done my research beforehand and I can't exactly give you uh, every reason why because I don't remember, honest to God um, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> but I, I had already set up this like holographic uh, print Kickstarter and then just like dropped it um, so I was like, okay, I'll just do Mismatched here so um, I ended up setting up there and um, I, I'm i kind of one of those people who has a problem with um, hurry up and wait have you ever felt that feeling?
0: I I think I know what you're talking about, but please do elaborate a little bit.
1: (laughs) I am very eager to do things like I get very antsy if I have to wait for things. Um, And that's not necessarily like, um, like, hmm, what's what's the word? Like, it's not out of like, I think that I deserve things. It's more like I want to get things done. Right. I want to make things before I die. <laughs> I think <laughs> a lot enough. of artists can relate to that. Um, so uh, my original plan for the Kickstarter was to uh, start it on the 4th of January, but I had to like hold myself off because I was like, wait, okay, so Kickstarter says that um, projects that are started on this day and mm-hmm. last under a month perform better than... Uh, Kickstarters that go on for longer than A month
0: gotcha. um,
1: So I was like alright well I can do this um, I already have The script I already have The thumbnails basically All I need is the funding uh, To justify the time that I'm Taking to do this right. Um, right. And then I'll be good so I had To like hold off for What I, I think it was a week um, And you know I think it paid off and I, you know, I'm very grateful to, you know, the people who retweeted it and shared it, um, without that, I probably wouldn't have hit hit it so soon, you know? Um,
0: yeah. but yeah. Cause I can only imagine for you, like you were thinking like, yeah, I'd probably be able to hit the $500 goal. I bet you didn't expect to hit it in under six hours.
1: Oh no. <laughs> like I was like, what? <laughs> like i Damn, should I, should I have asked for more? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Like, am I underselling myself here? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, is plenty for me to produce it. It's just like, um, if I hadn't raised that $500, it definitely would have been one of those things like Mystery Meat, because Mystery Meat is out of my pocket as mm-hmm. for now, like as of now, besides Patreon stuff. Um, but for the most part, it's me taking my own time uh, without any funding behind it um to produce i i didn't want to do that for mismatch because i listen i just want to be paid sometimes. sometimes i want to go to starbucks and i want to get my little pink drink and i would really appreciate the extra coffee so thank you to everyone who donated
0: I want to say what you're talking about. There is no shame in that. All right. (laughs) There is no shame, especially now that you've got them. Especially now that you've got the money. There is no shame.
1: (laughs) Sometimes being an artist boils down to sometimes I would like to be able to pay rent.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I'm super grateful for like the comic have like having reached that goal so quick. And, um, I'm pretty confident that it's gonna hit the uh, the1,000 dollar goal too because oh, I haven't I even so. plugged I haven't even plugged the campaign for a second time yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of scared too. <laughs> um, like what what do I do then if it's already funded in such a short amount of time all the way? What do I do with myself then? But yeah <laughs> so there will probably be a dub.
0: Uh, well i certainly hope so i'm one that's simply written for the dub and at the time that i was recording you have over seven hundred dollars funded so far so i mean there's that um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i do want to say i i say make a new stretch goal i say if you get to 2,500 Mystery Meat and Mismatch mashup comic. That's all I'm saying. Mashup
1: comic. Well, I will say this, not to hype up the crowd too much, Mm because I know there's so many Jane Gumball fans in the crowd. (laughs) There's probably going to be at least one Easter egg for Mystery Meat and Mismatch. Uh, So keep your eyes peeled for that, for the the,
0: the Jane Gumball cinematic universe. The JGMC, I'm down for or uh, CCU. There you go, I'm down for that. Yes, <laughs> yes that one. <laughs> uh, words are wonderful sometimes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, but like you already teased a little bit since it's already been funded, what should the fans expect whenever you do decide to release Mismatched?
1: So my current plan is to post it onto Gumroad, but like for free, so mm-hmm. people can just download PDFs. Um, But I'm also going to be sending backers of the Kickstarter, like, their own little PDFs and probably have, like, little special thank yous for them Mm -hmm. as, like, a thank you for believing in me kind of (laughs) deal. Um, uh, The other idea was to just, um, and I may do this too, like, also, um, upload it onto various websites such as, you know, Instagram. Um, cut up into pieces so mm-hmm. that like people can read it, um, but yeah, uh, main main idea is using Gumroad. They've been pretty good to me.
0: So that's good to hear. That's good to hear.
1: <laughs> With the exception of the weird like uh, <laughs> there was a there was a weird credit card scam situation back in December where I got like three like three thousand dollars in like stolen credit card tests, and I was I had to email Gumroad and I was like guys, I cannot deal with this. Please, please <laughs> fix this for me. Thank you so much. And they were like, we're so sorry. But yeah, Gumroad,
0: Gumroad is pretty baller. At, at, at least they took care of it because I can only imagine that's a whole entire rabbit hole that you probably didn't even want to deal with in the first place. So <laughs> Yeah, no,
1: I was, I was done. I was over it. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Well, so you got, you know, your own personal stuff going as well. You got work with Vivian, um, I, I want to ask this kind of dream scenario. Let's say that I have access to just about anyone in the industry right now. Like, okay. go, go, like go crazy with this. I come, I, I'm an executive. I come to you like, look, we love what you do, but we want you to create something new and original. What would be the dream Jane Gumball original project?
1: Okay, so, like, original as in, like, come up with it on the spot right here, right now, or, like...
0: I mean, it could be come up on the spot, or it could be something that you haven't revealed yet that you've been, like, developing for a while, other than, like, Mystery Meat and Mismatched.
1: So, hmm, let me think. I actually... (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. The problem is I have to choose which one.
0: Oh, okay, there's several.
1: There's too many. There's too many. (laughs) Okay, so let's say you're Mr. Big Bucks executive, and yes, you run sorry. big Big Bucks Executive Channel, where mm-hmm. like I don't know, toddlers watch hours upon hours of content every day.
0: Okay, um,
1: my dream, like project would be, um, you know, a compilation of short stories, um, you know, featuring these little monster characters that I've had forever. And this was okay. their purpose okay. since day one um, was being these sort of like, um, hmm, how do I describe this again? Somewhat my little pony esque lessons, but with like a darker twist, just sort of like, hmm, what, what's a good way to describe this? Like um, the- a series of unfortunate events meets oh. my little pony.
0: Okay. Um, okay. I can see that. <laughs>
1: yeah so um you know i would want a bajillion ser- bajillion uh season series of that please <laughs> um yes that
0: <laughs> okay okay that's a good one that that's something that i would definitely love to see come to fruition if it's ever possible because that does sound interesting more
1: yeah than. thank you i um you know they, since that's been like a thing on my mind for literal years now. It's my own personal purgatory. Um, I have a few books that I wrote um, about that universe, um, but they're like short stories, and I want to rework them before republishing them, because previously they were on uh, Amazon, um, what is it, you know, Kindle Publishing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, I I just want to revamp them, and then probably release them as like a package kind of deal. Um, because I understand that paywalls are a problem for people and I want people to enjoy the stories. Um, that's my main goal. Um, but yeah, that's something that, you know, might be coming this year. I don't really have any solid plans for that, but that's been something that I've been like poking at in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I definitely need to get one project off my plate first before I right, can think right. about
0: that. <laughs> right, right. No, absolutely. It's just one of those. Like I said, if that's something that's coming either later this year or early next year, I'm sure that you definitely have the audience for it. And I'm sure that there's gonna be a lot of us, myself included, that'll be more than excited to see what exactly you produce at that point. Um, I was gonna say, in fact, let's look a little bit more long term on stuff that we could potentially support. Where do hope where uh, I'll ask a generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself say five, ten years from now?
1: Five, ten years from now. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to clear my throat real quick.
0: You're not the only one.
1: Five to ten years from now. Um, you know, I want to continue producing my own projects. And if animation is in the cards, then I would love that. I'm not quite sure how to pursue that exactly right now. But I think if I have enough experience um, with you know, building stories and, uh, developing them visually, eventually I could probably translate them into animation because, you know, um, all that's missing from that recipe would be the actual animation bit. Um, so as long as I keep working in storytelling, then eventually I could probably find some way to either like fund some sort of animation or, um, you know, uh, I don't know I just I really love storytelling mm-hmm. so what whatever is in the cards for me I'm I'm down with it I I have high ambitions but n- like not a lot of money so I have to be a little I have to be a little realistic with things um, unfortunately um, but if I was being unrealistic with things, um, definitely something like. Um, you know, producing my own animations and ha- either being picked up by a studio or working with a studio. Um, I I just love creating, that's all.
0: <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. And I was going to say, like, you say it's unrealistic, but like, you know, five, 10, 10 years from now, like, you keep this up. I could like, be dead. Uh, you, you could be dead. <laughs> Trust me, if, if anything with the past <laughs> year alone has told me you could definitely be dead. But you can also, like, survive and thrive and do incredible stuff like you've been doing right now on a bigger scale. So, You're right. I'll drink to that. I, I, I'll drink I, this I,
1: McDonald's iced coffee to that.
0: I don't have it here. I'll drink to that as well. Ugh. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah, glug, 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 glug. I was going to say, and also I will say um, also as well, I understand where you're coming from, from a, a storytelling aspect. Um, I went to college to actually to be a, a filmmaker and such. Um, and I even have posters on my wall right here of like short films I've done that have been to like film festivals and all this other kind of stuff. So, yeah, when it comes to like telling a good story and such, I completely understand where you're coming from. So Ah, uh, good, good, good. Yeah, good. A good. man of good taste. <laughs> Huzzah! A man of good Huzzah! taste. <laughs> Um well as as the, the interview is starting to wind down a little bit, I want to ask this question. Um, you know, obviously art, animation, all within the same kind of bubble. How important is art not just for you, but for the world as a whole?
1: I was actually kind of thinking about this earlier today, even. So it's kind of funny that you ask. But art is at its base level just people expressing themselves and sharing information Mm -hmm. um art can be used for good and art can be used for bad like think about all the propaganda we've consumed over the past year and even our whole lives actually yeah um but i think as a whole art should be protected i think that art should be valued more i think it's kind of horrifying that um like this is kind of an aside but one time um you know i was driving down the road and there was this like beautiful trumpet player like busking by the side of the road and i thought how do you have a skill like that and end up busking on the side of the road and it made me think about like not to get into like we live in a society but um, it's kind of sad to me how little stuff like that is valued. Like he was yeah. providing a free performance for us as I was like stopped at that traffic light and listening to his beautiful trumpet playing. How do we live in a world where he isn't rewarded like financially for that? How right. is he not set for life with a with a skill like that? So I don't know. Art is good. I think that there should be more money in it that's my that's my whole thought
0: (laughs) oh no absolutely i can definitely agree to you i mean it's incredible like you see the stories out there of like these incredible people like you know hidden away and lord knows where but like have this incredible like artistic talent and such like the trumpet player you're talking about um like a few years ago the guy that was called like the the voice the, the 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 golden voice of voice acting or whatnot or voiceover or whatnot like the one dude that was like homeless or whatnot and they found out like his voice was actually incredible and then they got him like hired on the radio and stuff. I don't know if you remember that story or not, but like that—that that was the first thing that came to mind for me. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but no, I, yeah, uh, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from on that one. I, I agree with you on that one. So, there we go.
1: <laughs> Yay! I'm, I'm glad we agree. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to uh, block you.
0: Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that that is not the case. Um, in fact, I just want to say that's. <laughs> That's all the questions that I have, uh, Jane. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to to sit down and chat. I really do appreciate it. Um, like I said before, I, so I'll be honest. I had not heard of your stuff before. Uh, How dare you? I know oh. I'm I am a horrible person, but I did not. My know, God! I, I know, I know, I know. But I was gonna say I did not hear of your stuff until uh, Sarah had shared the fact that she was gonna be voicing the you know for uh mystery me but like the instant that i saw the dub and the instant i started looking more into your stuff like i instantly uh fell in love with like the style that you produce and the way that you tell a story like it's it's definitely one that gets you invested and gets you hooked on like almost immediately i'll say so uh-huh. i i want to say thank you for taking time not just you know for the interview but for creating such incredible art and i will definitely be one of thousands and hopefully soon millions that'll be written for you in in the near future
1: Oh, thank you for having me on Nathan. I I really appreciate it. It's been fun.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad you had a good time more than anything else. So (laughs) yeah, you're you're a good conversationalist. I I try to be. And if you, and if you want to jump off on a random conversation, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm always a fan of like good authentic conversation more than anything else. Because again, like I said, especially with this art stuff, this is the stuff that you're passionate about. This is the stuff that you've basically built your life on. Why not explode and talk all about it? You know?
1: Yeah, so. I, re- I don't really have, like, a lot of opportunities like this to just pop off. Could you imagine how obnoxious I'd be if I just popped <laughs> off on Twitter every day? Like, guys, my... Oh, my goodness. You wouldn't believe what I did today. I, uh,
0: <laughs> But anyways... <laughs> well, even then, if nothing else, I'm hoping that there's definitely more podcast opportunities in the future for you to talk about this stuff a whole lot more. <laughs> uh, that
1: would be very fun.
0: Yes, so... As a matter of fact, for those that are wondering for potential opportunities in the future or just to see your stuff, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home.
1: All right. My um my socials, you can find me anywhere at uh, Jane Gumball. There's no um capitalization or anything. You can also just Google search me. Um there shouldn't be any weird results, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If there is, I'd have several questions. I don't <laughs> want to ask that on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Follow me on OnlyFans. No,
0: <laughs> no, it, it, it's just different poses of the mystery meat character. Like, <laughs>
1: oh my god, it's just his turnaround sheet.
0: It's just his turnaround sheet.
1: Incredible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like maybe find ways for him to like censor certain shots, like with the the meats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could have, like, a, a series of paintings of, like, centrally uh, <laughs> painted meats. Like, just different cuts of meat.
0: <laughs> I would pay for that. I also would. <laughs> uh, Oh,
1: my God. Paint me like one of your French ribs.
0: <laughs> no, paint me like God. one of your roasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any final words before we sign off? Um that's that's it (laughs) just oh no thoughts
1: head empty um oh remember to brush your teeth um i'll be watching you have a good night
0: (laughs) and with that all i have left to say is also wiggamimi (laughs) goes